0: Hey, welcome to this episode of the High School with First Church podcast. I'm Randy Bennett, the high school pastor. In the uh, Vietnam War, there was something known as the Hanoi Hilton. And uh, it kind of sounds like a nice place, right? It's a Hilton Hotel. Well, it was actually opposite. It was a prisoner of war camp, POW camp, and it was pretty infamous for the lack of of hospitality uh, that it shared, that it gave its inmates. You were lucky if you lived through the Hanoi Hilton, basically. It was a place of torture and mal- malnutrition, and it was not a good place. We're not really sure why, but uh, probably as a PR or a morale booster, they decided to uh, make a rescue at the Hanoi Hilton. So they had some special, special forces units, come together and they built a team and they trained for months they got in tip-top condition they got it, they rehearsed they planned it, they planned it again and they rehearsed it again and they went over it Uh, the mission was a success but the problem was that the prisoners were moved (laughs) there was a remote control drone that flew over to get intelligence and and survey the area and right at the wrong moment right at the perfect moment I hate to use the word perfect, but it was at the most perfect moment. The drone turned and the sun flashed on the lens and it instructed the view, and that was the view that would have shown that there was no prisoners, they had actually been moved. Um, Learning about maybe uh, a potential rescue, the Viet Cong moved the prisoners. So militarily, tactically speaking, the base was taken, the Hanoi Hilton was taken in minutes. And, and no one was killed in the in the rescue attempt, was it actually a success? That's the question that remains. And the question I have for you today is, do you do things, are there things that you do that you think are, man, this is successful? I've really told my friends about God, or I've really lived out uh, God's Word today. Uh, the people you were trying to speak to just weren't hearing you or understanding you. Uh, you, you may have done the right thing, or you may have... Um, spoken the truth, but were you speaking in a way, or acting in a way, your audience or your friends, whoever it is you're trying to, uh, to share the gospel with, or your words or actions, did they understand you? In contrast, there's a story in Acts, Acts 17, you should, you should read this story for yourself, but Paul is in Athens, he's on his one of his journeys, and he was waiting for um, Silas and Timothy uh, there in Athens. And he just started preaching the word in the marketplace, in different places. And uh, some philosophers came across him. And they're like, what the heck are you talking about? I don't understand. They take him to the Theopagus, which was a place, and it was also a council. In the time that Greece ruled the world. This was the place. This was the place of power, you know, the inner sanctum. Now it was a gathering of philosophers and, and certain types of trial. Caesar had taken a lot of power out of, it, out of the council, but in, in the minds of many, it was still the, uh, the spiritual epicenter, the most densely spiritual place in the Roman world for many people. So Paul is preaching around town, <laughs> around Athens, and these philosophers bring him to, to this council. And he begins... Says, hey, listen. I've noticed that you guys are deeply religious. You have many. I've noticed your your objects of worship, and they're even with all different kind of names, and there's even one to the unknown God. And so he he starts with that, and he talks about, well, let me tell you about the the unknown God. Uh, and he goes through and tells tells about how God created the, the earth and heavens, and um, and that he doesn't live in places built by man or things that are built by man. He's bigger than that. He's stronger than that. He goes on and, and tells these people, and by the end of it, there, there are some of them that are like, that's stupid. But there are others that decide to follow Paul and decide to follow Jesus uh, through what Paul had to say. And some of them even said, hey, can you come back and talk more about this later? In, in contrast to the Hanoi Hilton rescue, Paul hit a home run. Paul knew his audience. He knew he was going to go in front of thinkers and philosophers and, and smart people <laughs> he knew that and he saw athens he had been in athens and he had seen all the idols and it distressed him and that's what got him to preach to start preaching in the marketplace in synagogues and so paul knew his audience he knew he, who he was speaking to and he used what god had placed in his heart and and he spoke to them he communicated effectively to them so my challenge is this, that you will evaluate the words you're saying and the things you're doing and, and see if, it's close, if those things are close to God's heart. Are they in the spirit of love? Are, are they, do they line up with the fruits of the Spirit? Do they line up with God's Word? And I would also challenge you to know, your, know who you're trying to reach. Know who you're trying to speak to. Paul was in Athens, and he saw the city first. He noticed what was going on in the city, and then he spoke to it. Before, I, so even before you look for opportunities to show, uh, talk about God, show God's love. So I would simply love whoever it is you're trying to reach for Jesus first. You would you would get to know them first. That there would be trust built up, and then when when there's trust and when there's closeness, true closeness, not just, you know, what, when they're birthed, like maybe what their favorite movie is, what their favorite color is. When, they, when you really know them, then you can speak the gospel to them by either words or deeds. Peace. This podcast is a production of High School with First Church. So don't sell it to your friends that was the place in Athens in Greek ruler in the time that greek ruled the the, the world the greek ruled the world